This is the Fish from Scratch podcast featuring the Breen Brothers, teaching you what they know and learning as they go. Join us as we take you through each step of our trips from plan to execution and sharing each of our failures along the way. Our goal is to help all levels of anglers get excited to get out on the water, explore new areas, and try new techniques. Disclaimer, we are not professional fishermen as much as Kevin pretends to be. Our experiences are not the norm and do not expect to be as awesome or terrible as we are at fishing. Your results will vary. everybody and welcome to the Fishing from Scratch podcast. Today is going to be episode one. Uh, we are doing the guys in the garage hangout uh, over in Kevin's garage. Uh, there was very low uh, attendance today. So today we have with me uh, my brother Kevin, uh, my dad Pat. Um, I'm going to have them uh, kind of talk about themselves a little bit and what their experiences on the water are. Uh, today's episode is just kind of uh, talking about that and I'll share kind of my most exciting story, I guess most fun I had on a, a fishing trip, um, and then also I'm going to uh, tell you about a experience that was not so fun, and I'm going to ask these guys to do the same. Um, I'm going to start out with my brother Kevin. Uh, he's he's a fly fisherman uh, mostly, but uh, he kind of goes through all different uh, types of f- fishing. Um, do want to apologize. We are only on one microphone, so we do have to take turns. Um, yeah, starting with this podcast is uh, don't really know uh, what we're doing with it, but uh, hopefully we go somewhere with it. So here's my brother Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna have him. Uh, maybe we'll shoot back and forth for a minute, but uh, I'm just gonna let him talk for a second. Hey guys, uh, this is Kevin. Um, we're hanging out in my garage. Kind of cool. So my profession is actually an art teacher, uh, but uh, the whole teaching aspect of things does allow me a little bit of creative freedom uh, to go out fishing when I want. And, um, you know, also my summer gig and thing that I've been doing over the last several years has been taking people out on guided fly fishing trips for smallmouth bass. Um, I think uh, my youth growing up, um, you know, obviously started with uh, my dad uh, taking us out, fishing with us, um, teaching us how to fish, tie a standard clinch knot, and take fish off the hook. And uh, since then, I think I was probably four years old when, maybe even two years old when I caught my first fish and have been growing ever since. Well, appreciate that. Um, I'm just going to have, again, hard stepping in between each of us, but uh, I'm going to have my dad kind of do the same thing, uh, just kind of say who he is, uh, a little bit about himself, and then we'll uh, we'll dive into it. I'm Dad, Pat. I've had opportunity to fish with my boys. Luckily, I introduced them to fishing way back as soon as they could stand at the edge of the water and throw a worm in. And I've only been hooked in the arm one, by one of them once. Uh, had some That's other it? close calls. Yeah, just once. It was me? <laughs> no, it was Andrew. You I, buried that hook. I thought it was me. No, it was Andrew. Yeah. Andrew blamed it on me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to get away with stuff. We, Luckily, we had a good pair of uh, pliers that we could force the hook right through the skin and cut the tip off. But those are just the fun fishing times. And, you know... The exciting stuff is that exposing my boys to different opportunities from having them watch me fish in the Yellowstone River with no waders and watch a 60-year-old woman 
catching fish right and left, and I'm getting nothing and just standing out there chattering. But seeing a guy down the way just beating the crap out of the water, and um, all my boys could tell that's not the way to do it. <laughs> so I've just had a great opportunity. I swear I was the one that hooked you. Um, I think to this day, Andrew still tries to, to blame it on me. Are you sure? I didn't. I thought I hooked you in the hand. You maybe did another time. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I hooked him in, a, in the hand the other another time. Not, not as memorable. That's, that's good to know. Um, well, that definitely changed. Like Father's Day weekend. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do remember that. Um, but, yeah, I still to this day thought it was me. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna start out with um, with good memories. So I'll I'll, I'll kick this off. Um, this was actually a recent uh, recent trip that we just took. Um, sorry, Dad, you weren't in on this one, um, but we took a, uh, a trip down to uh, the Florida Keys. Um, it was actually for a bachelor party. My bachelor party um, just got married down there, and um, we took uh, what were there six of us total. Yeah. Um, so there were six of us total that went down. Um, and uh, it was more of the camaraderie, I think, that uh, that really made it fun. But uh, doing something that we had never done before is we went lobstering. Um, so we went out for the uh, the small or short season, um, early season of lobster. Mini season. mini season, yes, that's what it is. Thank you. Uh, mini season of lobster uh, where we went out. Um, we had no idea what we were kind of getting in, into. Uh, we're used to salmon fishing up here in Michigan, uh, so we assumed it was going to be like kind of cutthroat. Um, everybody was saying how how ridiculous it is. Uh, everybody's all over the place. You're walking tank to tank. Nothing compares to <laughs> but, but yeah, nothing compares to salmon season at all. Um, we got down there. We ended up finding a bridge that uh, that one of the locals told us about. Uh, got out there, and man, we caught. 30 lobster within just, I mean, an hour and a half or so, um, and then just kind of ended up going on our way after that um, and fishing uh, the rest of the time because, I mean, we got lobster. It was it was awesome. <laughs> How many lobster can uh, six guys eat? Um, the, the kicker of it was, too, one of my uh, best friends, Xavier, was with us who uh, is quite the chef. Um, and he definitely prepared some of the, the best meals. I think that was definitely the, uh, the most exciting and uh, memorable trip that I've, I've taken, at least in uh, recent memory, and hopefully uh, I'll have more trips in the future. Um, so, Kevin, uh, what was your most memorable trip? Um, it's hard to say because we've had so many um, fantastic trips over the years. I think one that um, really stands out most to me is probably fairly recently um, going back out west for uh, three weeks in the summer. Um, you know, I, I know my family was interested in going and kind of showed up to one of our, like, Sunday dinners and family functions and said, hey, um, we're planning on going out west, and does anyone want to join us? And, you know, and then my parents jumped in and, um, you know, Pat and my dad, um, was like, you know, we want to go. And my mom was like, we want to go. And, uh, my father-in-law jumped in, he wanted to go. My, both my brothers, Ryan and Andrew wanted to go, um, with their significant others. And, uh, then we ended up getting, uh, sister-in-law to come, Michelle and Ben, 18 people, 18 people total. Yeah. Um, we, we, we just kept adding, um, Shannon and Rachel and all those guys. Um, 
So it was just a blast because we got to fish in uh, some of the uh, United States' best fly fishing areas in the U.S., Um, hitting the Bighorn River and fishing in Yellowstone National Park with uh, some lake fishing and catching some lake trout on the fly off the shoreline. Um, You know, some of the rivers in Yellowstone, traveling down to Jackson Hole and hitting the Green River and uh, also going down into Colorado and fishing some of the uh, smaller creeks and smaller rivers in uh, central Colorado. So um, that was probably my my favorite trip. And part of that was probably because we um, had some of the the biggest uh, trout, I think, across the board. Each one of us probably had a personal best on that trip. I would say, except for Ryan. I think I think Ryan was the only person on the whole trip that didn't catch a personal best. Yeah, unfortunately, I did not catch a personal best on that trip. Um, yeah, but we'll we'll get into that story a little bit later too. Um, so, huh? Catch a personal best lake trout. Then you catch a lake trout. Me, yeah, I caught a personal best lake trout. I there guess I guess that counts. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was that we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so Dad, you want to talk a little bit about uh, your favorite thing, favorite uh, experience on the water? Uh, our family doesn't talk much, so this might be new news to me too. <laughs> well, we've been to so many different places uh, fishing, and a lot of times out west. And it's this trip wasn't necessarily that we caught the biggest fish. But it was just so interesting to, because the guy, the guys were so young, that when Ryan put waders on, I had to hold him by the back to make sure that he didn't get washed down the river. And Andrew would be so mad because I might catch a fish and he wasn't catching one. But we all had some success. But one of the most interesting things that kind of marks this trip is some guy driving down the street yelled hey, you better get out of the river. There's a bear coming. And I just turned and I said, there's no bear coming. He's just trying to josh us. So a few minutes later, here comes a bear walking down the other side of the river. So it it just marks the the crazy, the great experiences you can have. We did not get eaten by the bear, though. I do remember that as well. And uh, I definitely remember those waders being way too big for me. Um, so definitely glad, definitely glad you held me up. Uh, or definitely thought I was going down multiple times in that, uh, in that river. What was I, eight years old? Yeah, Even younger, maybe. Um, but yeah, so the, the rivers out there are pretty strong. So yeah, now I'm a big man. Um, so I don't need anybody holding me up anymore. Um, all right. So, now we're going to get into a little bit uh, different of a uh, aspect of the fishing of uh, some of our least desirable or least fun moments that we've had uh, out on the river. And mine, actually, I'll, I'll start it off, goes back to Kevin's uh, favorite. It was when we went, when we went out west. It was um, so I brought my at the time. She was just my girlfriend. We uh, we had been together for five years. So very serious relationship. Uh, we drove out there separately because uh, we wanted to have a little bit of a buffer between uh, all the families. And uh, so we had that. Once we get to uh, the wonderful Flaming Gorge, 
things started uh, started going a little south. Um, as soon as we started driving in, it was like, oh, this is kind of neat. It's uh, just a little dirt road with some giant potholes everywhere. Uh, and we get to the um, the campsite, and oh, there's no one there. That's cool. Um, and then uh, so the first night that we're there, uh, we're in the tent, and the winds are ridiculous, where the, our tent is completely blown over sideways and I'm snoring while Amanda is being blasted by the tent and wondering how I can possibly sleep in the in the storm and so that was that was the start of it and then the the following day I believe we uh we decided to go fishing um and uh when it comes to my family and fishing uh judgment is never uh on any of our uh, strong suits uh, when we start. Uh, so me and we're all up at the top of the river, kind of have a plan, all right? So these people are going down for, or Kevin went down first with uh, Jen, Anna, and my mom. No, I went with the boys because they wanted me to. They'd already done that trip. I, the girls. Oh, no, I thought, no. I, I thought I went down the river to make sure that I knew how to row. That was, that was the day before. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, yeah, the, the day of the experience, yeah. um, you went down first with, yeah, it was mom, Anna, Jen, I, I and you push rode the entire way down and you were in a much faster boat than, than I was in. So me and Amanda get out there. Everything's great. We're in our life jacket. She's got her, uh, her fishing pole in her, in her hand. She's, she's casting here and there. Um, and then about, I don't know half hour into the uh the trip it starts to look a little south with the weather um starts to to rain starts to downpour and lightning yeah you can jump in there so so at this moment i had already pulled off the river uh my brother andrew and shannon were uh excitedly waiting for me to get off the river so we had picked up the boat uh the other guys had gotten in the car probably gotten to somewhere where there's shelter um but it was starting to look nasty, uh, so we went and found this nice little sit-down restaurant who had really great burgers, some of the greatest burgers uh, I've ever had, I would say. Uh, but man, it started coming down a little bit hard out there, so we decided we were going to wait a little bit. Yeah, and at this point, me and Amanda are on the middle of the river. Um, she's miserable. We It was supposed to be like 75 and sunny that entire day. Uh, so we just had eh, a little bit of clothes here and there. Um, nothing that was going to like keep us warm after uh, the torrential downpour. Um, so she's miserable. Uh, we're going through rapids, um, and I am push rowing as hard as I can. I'm on this fantastic fishing river where I'm seeing trout rise everywhere around me um, that are fish that I will probably, like to this day, still haunt me of, of just watching them rise and rise. And there's no chance that I can even look at a fishing pole with the, uh, the state of mind that Amanda is in at this point. So I'm push rowing as fast as I can. Uh, we hit are hitting rapids, but I'm taking them as smooth as possible. Uh, we're having an amazing ride down <laughs> as fast as we can go down the river. Uh, and we finally get to the end. We get to the end, and what is there? Nothing. No way for us to get into the vehicle that is there. No way for us to contact anybody because, of course, we're in the middle of nowhere where there is no cell service and no one else is answering their phone. Uh, so my dad, Bill, and Randy 
were the next boat that were probably they they launched maybe 10 five ten minutes after us uh so we were like okay they should be here soon with uh with the car keys for uh bill's car so we're waiting and we're waiting and we're, we're waiting these guys <laughs> decide to pull off and have a picnic lunch uh, underneath a, uh, a rock overhang or something um, up river. So me and Amanda have no idea what's going on. We're, she's miserable, um, freezing cold and trying to keep her warm. She resorted to going in the bathroom, sitting on the floor, and having the hand dryer blowing on her and let me remind you that we are again in the middle of nowhere the bathrooms at these places are filthy disgusting and she has resorted to sitting on the ground and uh and being warmed by a hand dryer so again this this is definitely the worst trip of my experience so I don't remember how long it actually took for um, me to finally see Bill, Randy, and my dad. Um, It was four hours in Amanda's mind, and to this day, I still think it was like two hours in my mind. Um, But I finally see them coming down the river, and they're about to pull off on the other side, and I yell at them, no, you are not. I said, get over here. <laughs> Made sure that they, uh, they got back in and understood how frustrated I was with, uh, with this entire experience. Um, there was definitely uh, some communi- communication that will uh, not be uh, overlooked again <laughs> after uh, this experience because that almost ruined me doing any future fishing trips or camping trips with uh, me and Amanda and my family. So that was definitely my worst experience. Kevin, uh, do you have one to to match that? Sorry, I took a chip break. Um, I've had a a couple interesting experiences. Um, A couple of them were... A little bit more life-threatening than others, but um, I would say one of my worst experiences um, was actually in college. My buddy uh, BJ, who um, has been on a couple of these fishing trips, he was actually on the the last uh, Florida Keys trip as well for the lobster. But um, you know, in in college, there was limited fishing opportunities. Um, you know, and, and I'd get out and fish when I could. Um, this was, uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan on the Huron river. Um, but I knew a little stretch of river that I hadn't tried. It, it, it was really just maybe a a mile from my apartment complex. So, um, my buddy and I, we, we decided to drive up, drive up river. We were going to use a little belly boats, um, actually little, uh, floatable inner tubes to, uh, fish out of. And we were going to fish this different stretch of river that we haven't, uh, hadn't ever fished before so we got on the river started fishing all was going pretty well except for we weren't catching anything but you know an hour and a half or so into the trip we're thinking man this this seems a little bit long like this this is taking a little bit too long so we we started kicking a little bit more and as we kicked down river um the current actually stopped where we must have been in a dam pond i didn't even know that there was dam in the section of river 
So there was a damp pond. So we're like, all right, well, we got to kick through this. So we're kicking and kicking and kicking. And unfortunately, this damp pond had been filled so high up with silt and muck that we were kicking in about six inches of water to a foot of water. All while using these neoprene waders that uh, probably hadn't been dry waders for two or three years. So our legs were starting to get heavy. And I know BJ had a, a shortened time frame. I didn't have a um, really a curfew of any kind on this trip, but he I knew he had to get back. So um, we started panicking a little bit as far as like we're out here. This It's three hours into the trip. We're only supposed to be going a mile. It's supposed to be current driven and there's no current. Um, we keep pushing. We keep pushing. Rain starts coming down. We've got a little thunderstorm off to the side of us. Uh, we start getting cold because the temperature's dropping by about 20 degrees uh, because it's you know fall in Michigan. Or and kept kicking, kept kicking. And this uh, turns out when we finally did get off the river, one we don't emptied out about five gallons of water out of our uh, each of our waders. When we looked at the actual map of where we were actually fishing, the the river does a huge oxbow bend, and probably that one mile turned into about four miles worth of river that uh, we weren't aware of. So that was kind of one of my worst fishing trips as far as we didn't catch a single fish. We were cold, miserable the whole time. Goes in line with a lot of, of my probably not quite as great uh, decisions when it comes to fishing, but definitely one of the most memorable, though. <laughs> but it, well, you still get to be out on the water, so that's it's still fun. All right, so Dad, you have something that uh, that you'd like to share? Sure. I had a great experience with Kevin and Ryan one time. We were steelhead fishing on the Asabo River, and oh, it's it was a day that was supposed to be like 50 degrees, and so we launched the boat. The, it's really it's only like 25 and it never got above 25 our the guides on our rods were freezing up and we did probably a six hour float not spotting a fish and freezing our butts off and that's not the only experience I've had like that but that's probably one of the the most memorable and it was kind of funny because Ryan and I were actually had better stuff on and Kevin had fancy you know Orvis type fishing breathable. clothes breathable clothes on and that wasn't for that kind of weather so we kind of laugh about um, Kevin but we felt for him too we felt real bad <laughs> yeah that that trip was definitely one of the uh, the colder trips that we've ever ever done and Anytime you're not catching fish is definitely uh, one of the least exciting uh, trips there. But you still get to be out on the water, so you still get to have fun. So, yeah, I mean, this again, this podcast is just kind of to teach you a little bit about ourselves, kind of to show you that, hey, I mean, we all have different experiences out on the water. Uh, some are fantastic. Some are terrible. Some almost ruin your entire uh, fishing career. So, I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Um, hopefully we'll have another uh, podcast out there. Check uh, the weather. Yeah, please, yeah, check the weather anytime you're about to go out uh, fishing or, or hunting or anything. Um, it is very important to know what's going to be coming uh, for you and being prepared for whatever might, might happen. Again, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. 
So we want to, yeah, it's about yeah, 20, 20 minutes or so. Uh, appreciate you guys paying attention to us this entire time. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get you some, uh, some good information on uh, some of the tips, tricks, and techniques that we use for, uh, for the, how we catch some of our bigger fish. So, again, appreciate you. Uh, check out our, uh, any of our Facebook pages or anything. Again, we are brand new to this, so we probably don't have much out there. We have, we're going to start a YouTube channel. Again, today was our first uh, meeting of the guys in the garage uh, where we're going we're gonna to be what, renovating. Uh, restoring a... Yeah, we're restoring a 19, yeah, 1975 Aquasport. Hopefully, it's going to be one of our uh, one of the ships in our in our fleet that we are going to be able to uh, to catch a lot of fish off of and and really be able to enjoy in the in the years to come. So, thanks again and bye. bye.